Hello everybody, it's me, Derek, your favorite neighborhood, or friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Um, last week we talked about dysfunctional behavior, well actually what we did was we did the talk show, talked a little bit about what the talk show was, we didn't put it into practice just because it's kind of hard to, but we did talk about the talk show and um, different aspects of it like dysfunctional behavior and things of that nature. Today, we're talking about stress, health, and goals, which is my favorite topic. Um, I hope you guys will enjoy the music that's going to be at the front and the very end of this particular podcast. Um, But today, stress, health, and goals. First thing is stress. Obviously, stress is mental or physical tension or pressure. Um, We have different stressors in life. So for me, the different stressors are... are, um, whether it's work, school, things of that nature. For other people, usually the kids that we talk to, it's usually school, um, their home life. And they'll even go as far to say as like their relationships with their girlfriends and things of that nature. So we talk about kind of ways to handle stress. Um, and the, the different ways that we kind of talk about it too is just dull, minor stress, ongoing and aching and sudden and traumatic um, dull is usually the homework, headache, etc. Aching is troubled relationship, backache, etc. Um, and the sudden and traumatic is like death, accidents. So stress causes different things. The one thing that we do is we ask the kids, do you view stress as a bad thing or a good thing? Uh, most view it as a bad thing. And that's where we kind of tell them there's a thing. I don't think it's Brene Brown. I cannot remember the individual's name. But um, she discusses how stress is actually a good thing. Stress is our body's way of saying, all right, we need to gear up, get ready, and let's do this. Uh, The prime example I I give them is, you know, you may have a paper due tomorrow. And our body just, you know, we go straight into stress. We start stressing out about it. We go home. We get working on it. Next thing we know, it's finished. So it's just a good thing or a bad thing. Then it kind of transforms them into, well, stress can be a bad thing. Because a lot of times we do stress out about the little things in life. Such as, you know, like right now we, with everything going on, we're, we're very stressed. But in reality, we can probably look at things and be like, well, we get to stay home. We get to spend time with family. I know that's not great for everybody. But we get to spend time with family, enjoy good things and... Uh, Probably get to go outdoors a lot more. And the also plus is we don't get to go to school. We don't have to go to school. That's that's a plus no matter what. Um, but ultimately, it's just kind of showing that stress can be a good thing and we can use stress in our favor. And like I said before, if we use it in our favor, it's, oh gosh, you know, I got a paper due. I got to get cracking on it. I got to do it. I got to get the homework done. Our body stresses out about that and we use it for our good. When it becomes kind of detrimental is where we um, stress out about things we cannot control. Um, the prime example is if, let's say, I always give the example of when you're buying a house. It takes 30 days, usually, to buy a house, and all these things have to happen. And it's so stressful because one thing can... Um, not happen, like maybe your appraisal doesn't happen. Appraisal is where someone, God, comes out and pretty much looks at your house and goes, this is how much it's worth. Sometimes uh, 
the example I gave was when I was buying my house, it takes 30 days. One of the things didn't happen, so it, becomes, it became super stressful. But it's something I could not control. We stress out a lot about the things that we cannot control, such as when we're going to achieve our goals. If we set a goal of, okay, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in a month. And obviously a hiccup comes up of now I got more schoolwork or I have more work in general to do. Now we start to stress out about those things and we go, oh my gosh, how am I going to get it done? In reality, why are we stressing out about it? How can we use that to our benefit? How can we maybe instead of working out, show up to work and actually just eat a little bit healthier? There's a lot of things with stress, but we'll go on. Um, So we kind of ask them how our school relationships and work stress them out. Um, School, usually they tell us, you know, their teachers finishing up homework, getting their credits, graduating, things of that nature. And if they're in alternative schools, it's what got them there, uh, stresses them out. Sometimes they have pending court dates, etc. The relationships is usually with, you know, um, their parents or a lot of times their boyfriend or girlfriend. Uh, they're very stressed out about that. Work. It's work. Some of the kids we teach, they work. Um, and they get stressed out about it because now they got to go from school to work. Or sometimes when they're in the um, like advanced programs to graduate early, they're working as many hours as, not as many hours as we are, but they're working enough to where how are they going to finish school? How are they going to get their credits and et cetera? Um, the other question, you know, we ask the students is how do you deal with stress? How do you deal with stress? How do you, you know, uh, how do you experience it? You know, stress is pretty much, it's just, it's a natural part of life. We encounter stress as we try to just achieve our goals. We improve our lives and our life and and pretty much live our dreams. You know, it's important to uh, ultimately just learn to accept and deal with stress effectively. Um, It comes down to if we're just replacing things, like when I get stressed out, I go, if I get stressed out, maybe I go shopping. Um, maybe I smoke, maybe I eat. Ultimately, what you're doing in those moments is you're replacing your stress with something that's going to give you temporary satisfaction, but the stress is still there. The issue is still there. You can't run from it. It's still there. And a lot of times when we're talking about, you know, our goals, we set this goal Roadblocks tend to happen. We stress out about it. And then all of a sudden we're like, okay, I need to replace it. So for instance, if we set a goal of maybe I want to get straight A's, okay, now all of a sudden I got a C in class. Well, what am I going to replace it with? Am I going to keep, keep working hard towards it? Am I going to stress out about it? What's the thing? Maybe we take a little positive of it. It all comes down to point of view. How do we, and our mindset, point of view and mindset is how do we view this. All right, I didn't reach my goal. I got A's in all my other classes, but I got a C in this one. Okay, well, let's look at the positive. You got A's in all your other classes. That's one C. Next semester or next year, try to get that C up to a B. A lot of times what we do is when we stress out, the most, or most of the time when we stress out, it's because we ultimately aim super big for these, these big goals, and there's nothing wrong with that. But we don't take baby steps to get there. 
we automatically assume we're just gonna we're gonna get there overnight, and there's gonna be no hiccups in the road. And if there is a hiccup in the road, most people just quit. They get stressed out. They quit. And this is the part where I kind of ask the kids, you know, what do you want to be in life? What do you want to grow up to do? And a lot of times they want to own a business or they want to do something big. And so I ask them, you know, okay, you want to own a business? What does that look like? Have the baby steps in order. Um, There's a movie called What About Bob? I believe that's the name. Yeah. It's with, it's a very good movie. It's got Bill Murray in it. And pretty much, he stresses out about every single thing. Like, he's OCD, he stresses out about everything, he has to do everything correctly, and he has this um, counselor that he talks to on a consistent basis, and the guy says, baby steps. That's the thing, just baby steps. And so, and what about Bob? You see him throughout the movie. It's, It's a funny movie. It's not meant to be serious, but it's a funny movie. So throughout the movie, he's starting to take baby steps. Little things like he learns to, he doesn't know how to swim, but he learns to swim. He learns to dive. He learns to um, grow out of his shell. It's the same thing with this. If you set a goal and your goal is to own a business, take the baby steps to get there. What's the first thing? Okay, maybe I need to learn how to run a business. Maybe I need to learn money management. Maybe I need to learn how to save money. Maybe I need to learn how to invest money. Take the baby steps to get there. Um, One of the things is called COPE, which is consider the alternatives, other support, problem-solving, esteem-building. In these things, it's, you know, consider the alternatives to your stress. Consider the alternatives to your goal. You set this goal, what are the alternatives? Maybe I don't reach my goal. Okay, well, what were the alternatives to your goal? Who's supporting me? Let's problem-solve it. Esteem-building, let's build my esteem up. Most goals probably aren't going to be achieved within a day or two. I mean, obviously, we have short-term goals that we can chip away at. Like, maybe I just want to go work on my uh, work on my jump shot because it's so broke. You know, can't make a three-pointer. That's not going to happen overnight, but maybe you can be like, all right, I'm going to make 10, 10 three-pointers in a row and get that. So just consider your alternatives. It's deal with your feelings. Help each other plan, accept yourself, accept yourself, accept yourself is key because ultimately what it is, is you're accepting who you are. You know, a lot of times people will put limitations and say, okay, what's your goal? I want to be a business person. I want to own a business or I want to own this. I want to be a successful business. Uh, I keep saying business. Maybe it is you want to get to the NBA. A lot of times we tell the kids if if your if your goal is to get to the NBA, there's a thousand more people out there working twice as hard. So if you're constantly getting in trouble, you're setting yourself up with roadblocks. The person who's putting in work, you know, is is more likely to achieve that. You can have all the skill in the world, but if you're not putting in the practice and everything like that, it doesn't matter. Deal with your feelings, your emotions. Put positive people around you plan so for instance if you you know trying to go to the nba work out shoot shoot around hey i'm gonna go to the gym after this i'm gonna go work out and accept who you are um is drug use an effective way to deal with stress it is not a lot of times that's how most of our kids deal with stress um a lot of times they're like i can't handle stress unless i smoke 
but ultimately it's, it's the same example that I used before. You're just replacing your stress with something. You're taking marijuana, drug use, anything like that. You're replacing it now and saying, I'm going to put the stress on the back burner. But in reality, you still got to deal with it. There's no way around it. There's no way through. Just deal with it. I often tell them we walk in with these shirts that have um, like Nike shirts that say, just do it. Or, you know, rise and grind or whatever the case is. But we don't even listen to those shirts. You're going to wear it. It's like, if you're going to wear it, be about it. That's the way I tell the kids, just kind of being transparent with them. Um, how does drug use affect our ability to deal with stress? You know, stress piles up and eventually we got to deal with it. Um, and after using drugs for a while, the stress may have become, you know, severe. Ultimately, if we don't deal with our issues or deal with the consequences of our issues, our actions, you know, we keep putting it off. We keep being like, oh, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, I'll do it later. And we keep using drug use or excuses, it's still there. Um, it's not going to go away. It's not going to just vanish. You know, get it done. The prime example, I think right now is a lot of teachers are giving homework and the kids have to do that homework. Okay. But right now they're like, okay, there's a pandemic going on. We shouldn't have to do homework. Things like that. You know, you still got to do the homework. Just like I still have to go to work. I still got to be a husband. I still got to do all these things. You still got to do it. Okay? No days off. Rise and grind. Then what happens is all of a sudden now you're like, well, I don't want to do this now because there's the temptations of video games and other stuff. And it's just like I tell, uh, told one of the kids who, who I talk to on a daily basis, if you go from 8 to 5, just get your stuff done, a regular school day, 8 to 3, get your schoolwork done. Then the rest of the time you can do video games because literally you have a month of school left and then you have summer. And what are you going to do in the summer? You can do whatever you want in the summer. So like I said, cope, dealing with stress, financial stress. Um, you know, drug use can cause financial stress, relationship stress, school stress. A lot of times kids are like, well, I don't understand how that would cause stress. So the prime example is using, okay, well, what got you into trouble in the first place? Well, I got caught with weed. Okay, well, prime example, you got caught with weed, now you're at the alternative school, how are you dealing with it? You hate it. You hate the alternative school because now you got to wear a, a, a uniform. Now you got to do the yes sir, no ma'am. Now you got to, you know, walk in line with your hands behind your back. I think I mentioned wearing a uniform. You can't talk. You can't do this. All those are stressful because you hate it. You hate it, and it's the same thing, you know, financial stress. Now you're spending money and you're complaining, I don't have enough money. Well, yeah, because you spent so much on, on alcohol, so much on weed, and now you got no money. And a lot of times this is where kids ask, well, how do I use my money, but, you know, properly? Save it. Save it. Don't spend it. I wish in this book, the PT&D book, we had a thing over financial, uh, um, financial responsibility, like being financially responsible. I wish we had a thing in here because a lot of times we talk about financial stress, how it causes it. Well, how do you, and then a lot of times kids are like, well, how does it, what does it look like to be financially responsible? Which helps reduce stress. Relationship stress, school, job stress, putting things off, procrastinating, emotional stress, legal problems. A lot of the kids we talk to have legal problems. 
are there pending a court case and stress diminishing from health. Ultimately, in the grand scheme of things is you have a goal. Stress happens no matter what. If you're reaching, if you're going towards your goal and all these stressors are happening, you have to deal with them. You can't keep putting them off, throwing them on the back burner, because then what happens is you get, you get a thing called, it's, it's burned out. You were going for your goal, now you're burned out of your goal because all these stressors keep happening because you didn't deal with them. Now all of a sudden you're just, I don't want to do my goal anymore. A lot of times the kids tell us these big goals, and I think it's great that they have big goals. Whether that's owning a business, going to college, I don't care what it is. Don't tell them they can't do it. Don't tell them it's, it's, it's too big. Tell them how are you, ask them how you're going to get there. How are they going to get there? Because a lot of times they got this big goal, but they have no idea how to get there because no one's helping them. So set up a plan. Put the positive people around you because if you look at all your friend groups and they're just continuing to get you into trouble and continuing to support drug use, like we said, enabling, then obviously you're not going to reach your goal. Or you're going to reach your goal, but it's going to be modified. And why should you modify your goal? Because if you modified your goal, is that not a form of failure to a certain extent? Because if you have a goal, that's your goal. Why should you change it? And the exact same thing I'm, I'm speaking on this podcast is exactly how I tell my kids. is what If I have a goal to buy a home, why should I change it? Because kids are, or because people are enabling me, people are telling me I can't do it. Why should I change it now? All of a sudden, maybe I just want to. My, I want to buy my dream home, but now maybe I'm just going to buy this home because people are telling me I can't do it. We got the self fulfilling prophecy. Everyone, all the negativity is coming. If you have a goal, go do it. And this is where it gets serious because I, I cannot stand when people have goals, and then they they make a thousand excuses and tell me. Oh, I, I, can't, I can't do it anymore. I, I just don't. It's, it's too hard. Yeah. Goals are meant to be hard. Goals are meant to be broken. Goals are meant to be shattered. Goals are meant to be reached. Maybe not in the time frame you wanted. Maybe you set a, a, a three-year goal. And guess what? It took four years. The prime example I tell them is I want to graduate college. I'm six years into it. It didn't take me four. It didn't take me three. Six years. Six years, it's, it, it, I just wanted to graduate college. Don't care how it's done. But if you set a goal, don't vary from it. Try to achieve it. And as things go on, you can modify it as you want. But don't let the negativity and the stressors that come with it dictate how you modify it. And I know that's a lot easier said than done. And people go, oh, well, you know, modify. I get it. I get it. There's stressors in life that will modify. But what I'm saying is if, if you have this goal to be a business person, go try and achieve it. Go learn it. Go talk to people. I often tell people, you know, this is where, the, where um, networking comes into play. You see a kid sitting by himself and maybe he looks like the biggest nerd. How about you go talk to him? Well, Mr. Derek, he looks like a nerd. Does he though? You're just judging based off his looks, just like we talked about. 
How about you go talk to him? Because maybe he has knowledge that you don't have that you can learn and apply it to your goal. Because excuses are a dime a dozen. I mean, there's that old thing I, I want to say, but I'm not going to say it. You know, excuses are like, everybody's got them. Everyone's got a thousand excuses. And people use them all the time when it's coming to their goals. They sit there and say, oh, well, this is this stress. I'm stressed out. I'm stressed this. I'm blah, 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 blah. Everybody has stress. Everybody handles it differently. But handle it. Get help for that stress. This way you can go and achieve your goal. Because ultimately what's going to happen is you're going to allow your stress to dictate what's going on. It's going to affect your health because now all of a sudden people tend to replace it with, let's say, shopping or other stuff. Or, oh, I'm stressed out. You know? Like I said, I want to buy a home. The stresses of buying a home is, are, are, are very big. Now I'm stressed out. Well, now I want to go buy things. Or maybe I want to go smoke. Or maybe I want to go do this. Or maybe I want to go do this. Now all these stressors came in and I spent all the money I had. Well, now how am I going to buy my home? Now that affects my health. It's a circle. Everything we talk about in here is a circle. It all comes back around. I have a goal. The stresses of my goal are there. I didn't handle them. It all came back with what? Put positive people around you like we talk about. Go and achieve your goals. The biggest thing in this pandemic that I've seen is that people have all of a sudden put everything on the back burner. And it's just a thousand complaints of, I have to stay home. I have to do this. I have to do this. Number one, get that I have to out of your vocabulary. It's I want to. Not I have to. I want to. I don't have to do anything. And this is where I explain. I don't have to wake up and go to work. I want to. Because if I don't, there's consequences. There's, and we'll talk about this a little bit more in the consequences and actions. But if I don't do that, my goal is, you know, in order to... Um, Make sure I can pay my mortgage and things of that nature. I have to. I have to? No, I want to. I want to go to work. I want to wake up. I want to work out. I want to achieve my goals. Not I have to. Because I have to implies that someone's making me do it. No one's making you do anything. It's like when people go, when they're going and complaining about their stress, it's, well, I have to come here. Or I had to do this or I had to do it. No one has to do anything. You want to. Because you know that there's consequences to every action that you do. There's consequences to every goal. I want to achieve my goals. It's that positive self-talk. And like I said, I love this particular thing. And I wanted to touch on the, the different topics of it that are really good. But it's also getting into that positive mindset and that positive um, self-talk. It's not that I want to. I or not that I have to, I want to. I want to achieve my goal. Oh, there's stresses. Guess what? I want to I wanna handle my stress. Not I have to, I want to. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to, guys. Is it's important to support and maintain your good health. It's important. 
If you don't take care of yourself and you don't take care of yourself mentally, because I tell you, all the kids are like, oh, you know, to take care of your stress is to work out and stuff. Yes, but also exercise your brain. Challenge yourself. Educate yourself on new things. Learn new things. In this pandemic, um, learn how the stock market works. Learn how to manage your money. Learn how to achieve your goal. Learn new things about it. Because if your goal is to buy a home or your goal is to be a business person, business is changing. Buying a home is changing. Things are changing. Learn the ins and outs of it. Educate yourself on it. Don't sit there and say, I have to. I want to. We have 24 hours in a day. I'm not saying you got to stay up 24 hours. Get your seven to eight hours of sleep. Take care of yourself mentally. Take care of yourself physically. And then what you need to do is you need to wake up and go for it. Go for it. This is going to be a two-parter. This is a two-part goal thing. Because I can go all day and I don't want to just limit myself to this. We're going to talk about handling stress. We're going to talk about it again. And we're going to shove it in there. Okay? Because this is going to run too long. So, again... Be safe. Have fun. This is going to be part one. Part two is going to come out next. Because I don't want to just limit this to part one. I love this as a two-parter. I love this. So we're going to talk a little bit more because I got a lot more. Have fun. Be safe. And yeah, have some fun.